to the Mindful Rancher podcast. I'm your host, Christina Williams. This is a podcast where I combine the world of agriculture and the ideas of life coaching. So if you're looking to up-level your agriculture career or simply want to find a way to enjoy this beautiful industry more, then saddle up. Let's make this happen together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 28. Today, I wanted to share an idea with you that I heard on a webinar with Mary Ann Bainton that was organized by the Canadian Veterinary Medical Association in honor of Canadian Mental Health Week back in May. It's an exceptional training, and I'll put the link in the show notes if you have the time to listen to the whole thing. I highly recommend it, but I'm going to share one idea that I learned from that. So this is a webinar that was focused on veterinarians whose statistics indicate that it's a pretty high-risk profession for mental health distress, and they talk about so many different topics in that webinar. So one of the topics that Marianne discussed is that often in our workplaces, people will do exit interviews as someone's leaving, and sadly, this practice is too little too late. We're seeing a lot of distrust and dissatisfaction in the workplace right now. And asking people what we could have done differently as they walk out the door often isn't helping us make the changes that really need to be made. And in reality, people that are walking out the door may not tell you what the company actually needs to change because they're gone. It doesn't help them if you make the change. And they may not want to burn any more bridges on their way out, so they may just say everything was fine, when really it wasn't. And when really major changes are needed at the company. And employees might really need support. And there's so many wonderful workplaces out there, there's so many wonderful leaders, and there's so many workplaces that also need a little bit of change. And I think we all want to be contributing to our workplaces. We all want to be making them the very best places to work. And what she suggested instead of exit interviews, the idea that she shared was stay interviews. And as she listed the questions, which I'll go through with you a little bit later, I was like, whoa, those are some really good questions, but those would be really scary to answer if you were in a workplace that maybe wasn't as positive as a workplace should be. And I was thinking, I was like, man, if you didn't have a very trusting relationship with your manager and they asked those questions, it would be nerve wracking to be trying to answer them. And she actually brought this topic up and Marianne said that if you don't have trusting relationships with your employees and with your managers that you can have this these questions asked by a third party and then have that third party compile all of the answers and then be able to move on from there and be able to look at the answers and actually have employees truly tell you the truth but i want you to even take this one step further i actually want you to take control of your experience i want you to do a stay interview with yourself I want you to have that extra level of awareness so that you can have a mindset that either allows you to love your job and keep it and make changes and make it even better and make it your dream job, or I want you to have the clarity of mindset to be able to move on and add value someplace else. The questions that we're going to go through that she shared in this webinar are incredibly powerful questions. 
And I want you to be empowered whether you are working in a corporate setting or whether you are working in an entrepreneurial startup or whether you are working on a family farm or whether you are working for yourself. I think these are incredible questions to bring clarity and bring you a methodology for starting to make the changes that you really want to see. So I really encourage you to take every one of these questions and there's only four, it's all okay. And take 10 minutes, like take 10 minutes on each question. Take a whole week with these questions and really consider them. Really make your brain go to work. I love asking questions and I love making my brain come up with really creative answers to those questions because they're incredibly powerful for me moving my mindset and being able to create change in my life. These are change-making questions. So are you ready? Let's get into this stay interview. Question number one is what is it about this place that you like now? Think about things like what wouldn't you want to lose if you made some changes? What are the things that you would really want to keep? And then continue thinking about this question as you write down the answers to that of the things that you like and the things that you wouldn't want to lose. Keep asking yourself, what else? What else? What else wouldn't I want to lose? What is so amazing about this place that I work in? What are the most incredible things that if I move to another place, I would be heartbroken about walking away from? I really want you to ask that question in that way and take at least 10 minutes writing down all of the things that you love, all of the resources that you have, all of the hilarious things that your coworkers do, all of the kindness that is shown to different people, all of the incredible contribution to the world that you make in your current job. Write all those things down, the things that you love, the days that you're so excited to come to work, what are you getting to do? What are you going to miss if you actually left this place? Or what are you going to miss if they started making changes right now? That's question one. Now let's move on to question two, and that is what needs to change to make this place a great place to work? Now, if you catch yourself starting to complain, say, okay, yep, I understand that those are challenges. Now what needs to change? What can we do? And I want you to really focus on coming up with your own solutions. What needs to change? How could we make this an amazing place to work? What are the things that we could do slightly differently? And what does that need to look like? So you don't just want to come up with problems for this question. You really want to come up with solutions and take the time, like make them super practical. Like let's do X, Y, and Z. Let's cancel these five meetings. Let's combine these two meetings. Let's have this meeting every other week instead of weekly. Like come up with solutions. Let's have a moment for everyone to connect over coffee in the morning once a month. Like come up with solutions. Like what is the thing that you're missing? Are you missing connection with your colleagues? Are you finding that you're massively overworked? So do you need like a maximum number of projects that a person can have at one time? Do you need people to respond to your emails quicker? 
Do you need timelines on those kind of things? Do you need responsibility shifting between people? Like come up with really, really good, plausible solutions. And one of the ways that I've heard people talk about some of these solutions is they come up with actually workflows, like identifying where information comes from and where it needs to go and identifying where problems occur. So where isn't the information getting passed on? Where are deadlines being missed? Why is that causing a rush on the other end? Where does someone not understand or where is responsibility landing with the wrong person and consequences not landing with the person that's causing it like there's so much to flush out in this and once again as you start flushing into those things about what you would need to change to make this a great workplace keep asking yourself what else what else i promise you you could spend at least 10 minutes on this question so take the time write these things down come up with solutions because every workplace every situation could be made into an amazing place to work and it just takes us coming up and trying different things so you want to come up with every idea that you can come up with for this and then we move on to question number three after you've done all of that brainstorming and the question is what are you willing to contribute personally to the work environment that you want to have now don't run away from this question. It's really easy for us to want to place blame on somebody else. My manager needs to change. My coworkers need to change. This work environment is awful. And when you hear this question, it almost sounds like, oh my goodness, you're putting all of the responsibility on me. And the thing is, is like in your own world, you are the only person that can create the environment for yourself, especially when we come into talking about mindsets. You create your mindset by your viewpoint. And so part of this can be is how would you contribute to a mindset that would help you have a work environment that you want to have? What could you contribute to create that? And maybe that is a 10 minute meditation at the beginning of work. Like there's so many little things that we could do. Maybe that is stepping back and being like, you know what? One thing I'm willing to contribute is that when I'm angry, I don't send emails. There are so many things that we can do to contribute to making workplaces wonderful. And it's time for us to step up and step in and start personally contributing to make them better. And I'm not saying that other people don't need to change, but all I'm saying is you can't change them. So you have to work on you, on contributing in the ways that you can and taking care of yourself in that contribution. And think about things like, how would we measure these things that you're going to contribute? And really go in and draw out specific behaviors that you could follow that would contribute to the kind of environment that you want to work in. And then we'll move on to question number four. What if you're having a bad day? How do you want people to respectfully remind you that you are not aligned to the agreement that we have and what do you want them to do if you don't change now this is a really interesting question how do you want to be reminded be like hey step up be a better person how do you want to be reminded of that and the next thing is how do you want to remind yourself of that one of the things that me and some of my fellow coaches have done 
is we have taken a picture of ourselves when we're young children. And I have a hilarious picture of myself with an orange juice bottle and a hat that is far too big for my head and is not at all on correctly. And I'm wearing my favorite overalls. And every time I look at that picture, I am reminded of who I want to be. A girl that's a little bit wild and free and fearless. And why I have that picture and why I use that picture is to remind myself how I want to talk to myself now. And anything that I wouldn't say to that little girl, I don't say to myself now. And that's one of the ways that I remind myself when I'm having a bad day to take care of me and to bring myself back into the alignment of how I want to be treated as a person. And that's just one really simple idea on how you can remind yourself. But continue with this question. So keep asking yourself of like, okay, if I don't change and I don't improve, how do I want people to remind me? How do I want people to remind you if I continue to not change? And you can actually progressively take this question all the way to discipline that leads completely determination. And that's a very scary place to actually take it sometimes for us, but I think we all want to contribute to positive workplaces. And we all know that sometimes our workloads and sometimes the amount of stress that we get under can really cause us to behave in ways that we're not particularly proud of. And we don't want to just condone bad behavior and say it was, oh, it was just that I meant well, even though I acted very poorly or, you know, I'm suffering from some mental health issues. And so I behave poorly because of the amount of things that I'm dealing with. The truth is, is if we're so sick or we're so worn out or we're so tired that we can't behave properly and we can't make changes, we need some time off. And so if you find that that's where you're at, that you're just like, I can't live into being a better person, you might need to take some time away and you might need to start exploring how to have that time off. I don't want this to sound really harsh and I really don't want people to get defensive about this. This is an incredibly powerful question for us to really explore because if we explore this when we're calm, And we make those agreements with ourselves. It's like, I I don't talk to myself that way. And I remind myself with a really cute picture of me when I was a little kid. And then when I catch myself doing it, if I don't make changes and if I keep going on and doing it, what additional help do I need? And if we can come up with these answers when we're not in heated moments, it makes it so much easier to deal with them when we are in heated moments. One of my new favorite sayings that I've recently heard that I just love is when emotions are high, intelligence is low. Remember that. So we want to come up with plans and strategies when emotions are low and therefore intelligence is very high. And we want to take the time to answer these questions and we want to come up with these answers and be working on these things. So when we do get in those high stress situations, we've already decided We already know exactly who we are and exactly who we're going to be. We know how to repair relationships when we've behaved badly. We know how to apologize. We know how to take responsibility for our contribution to things. 
And we also know how to not take responsibility for other people's contributions to things. We genuinely will know exactly how we want to behave and we will start living into that higher version of ourselves. Once you have answered these questions and you've decided who you're going to be in your work environment, write that out. Make that agreement with yourself about who you're going to be. Decide how you're going to remind yourself to be that person when things get really, really tough. Make up your mind how you're going to take time off or how you're going to figure out ways to step back and step away when you catch yourself going into burnout or maybe behaving in ways that you're not particularly proud of. Make a conscious decision now. Decide exactly how you're going to show up. I'm going to remind you again, you can't change your boss. You can't change your coworkers. You can't change your employees underneath you. But you can change your mindset. You can change your perspective. So you can ultimately be the change. You can choose to be the change. You can hold yourself accountable in a very kind, respectful way. You can take care of your coworkers and you can take care of yourself. You can apologize and you can take initiative to get things on the right track. This work isn't about getting things right all of the time. It's about becoming aware of when we've got it wrong. And it's about loving ourselves through those times. It's about learning from those tough situations. We can truly support ourselves and others in whatever situation we find ourselves in. We can check in with ourselves. Hey, are you okay after that interaction? We can also do that same thing for our coworkers. We can hold space at a table for ourselves. We can hold space at a table for other people. So I want you to take some time this week. I really want you to answer these questions. I would love to hear the answers that you come up with. So please don't hesitate to email me and send them to me. We can answer these questions about our work. We can answer them about our families. We can answer them about our friendships. And knowing the answers to these questions is incredibly powerful because we want to stay in these relationships. Or if we choose to move on from these relationships, we want to move into better relationships. So these are skills that'll either help us stay or help us move on and not find ourselves in the exact same environment a month, two months, or five years from now. We can move onward and upward. We can be actively contributing towards a better work environment in whatever that work environment looks like. So I just encourage you, please answer these questions. Take the time to understand these things and make a decision about who you're going to be because I want you to be the very, very best version of you. And if there's any way I can help you, please, please get some time on my calendar. Come talk to me. My website will be launched. You'll be able to visit me at christinawilliamscoaching.com. Please come get some help. I would love to work through these questions with you in a completely judgment-free environment and get you on the way to deciding who you want to be. Seriously, check out some time on my calendar. It'll be so much fun. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening, my friends. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating and review wherever you get podcasts. And stay tuned for more weekly episodes and coaching offers and opportunities.